Hi, I'm Dominic Insinius, leader of The Heart. I want to welcome you to The Heart Podcast. Thank you for letting us be a small part in your journey of faith. I hope this message today encourages you and strengthens you. Big things can happen when we expect God to move, so I pray today that God would speak to you through this message. Um, We are wrapping up our series today uh, called Lawless, Um, and... uh, before we do that, before we get into the message, just kind of like a brief overview of kind of where we've been in this series. So the goal of, the goal of this series, Lawless, was to kind of explore the idea of what would it be like to live out our faith, to live out our relationships, our marriage, parenting, at work, whatever it is, instead of focusing on the rules, instead of focusing on the law, what would it be like to live out our faith lawless, right? So, you know, kind of, it was kind of tongue in cheek. I don't mean ignore the rules, ignore the laws, especially if you're driving, you got, you know, make sure you don't, uh, uh, text and drive, please. Unless you're at a stoplight, unless you're really good at it. And then you can text and drive, obviously. But what would it be like in our faith if we said, okay, the rules, we can read the rules, we can go to a Bible, you can go, to, you can go online and say, what does God say about this? And there's a bunch of laws. A lot of the Old Testament is, is laws that, that God had us follow, God wanted us to follow. But what if we said, okay, let's, let's not look at the rules when it comes to this situation. What would it be like if we lived out our faith not according to the rules? A couple of weeks ago, we had a message that we, where we talked about how the law was made to serve us, not us made to serve the law. And that can be, that's, maybe that's easily said, maybe easily understood, but it's not always easily done. Because if somebody breaks the rules, and I know some of you are these people where you're like, you're the first one to point out, oh, rule broken. I used to be so terrible to play board games with because I was very much like, ah, you know, I'm studying the rules at night. I got a flashlight in bed. You know, I'm making sure I know all the rules so I can make sure I can call people out. And I almost had, I seriously almost had more fun calling people out for breaking the rules than I even had fun playing the game. That was the game, so I always won. So what I want to do today is I want to, as we wrap up this series, I want to talk about the part of our lives that's ahead of us, okay, our future. The part of our lives that's ahead of us where there is not an exact rule for it. There's not an exact law to follow. There's not an exact thing you're supposed to do. And so I was thinking about this, and it made me think of, like, uh, when I was younger, we used to live in uh, New Mexico. That's where I was born, in New Mexico. And I remember I was at this, like, basketball camp practice thing, whatever it was, at night, and there was uh, a friend of ours, his dad was going to give us all a ride home from basketball, okay, whatever. And uh, they also had uh, his little, my friend that I was playing basketball with, his little sister was there just kind of running around the gym while we were practicing. Well, in all the commotion, we get in the car, or we get in the truck with, it's my friend and my friend's dad, and we're halfway home, and all of a sudden he spins the car around, hits the gas, and we're freaking out. We're like, what's wrong? He said, we for- I-, I can't remember the little girl's name. He said, I forgot her at the gym. So he turns around, and he is breaking every traffic law there is until we get, you know, and thankfully she's there, and everything was fine. But it got me thinking about how the law, the rules, how sometimes, sometimes, depending on our situation, 
we are willing to bend or break the rules, bend or break the laws. And it's not, just, it's not just willing to bend or break, because what I also want to dig into today is, what about when something happens in your life, your marriage, and your parenting, where there isn't a specific rule for it? Most of our life is led without having specific rules that we are supposed to do. So much of our life is, well, you can do this or you can do that. For Thanksgiving... Is anybody, uh, is anybody the people that just eat until they're in pain? Is that, I think, is that what you're supposed to do on Thanksgiving? Why do we do that? You don't have to. I want to look at a piece of scripture today where Jesus addresses the law. And it's always, it's always a little bit dangerous when we say things like, well, the Bible clearly says, and then we fill in whatever we think the Bible says. It's always a little dangerous. So, and, and, and maybe, maybe it's not for you, and that's how you like to live your life. So I don't wanna, I'm not trying to change uh, what you do or, or change everything about you. I just want to challenge, if we can, for the next 20 minutes or so that we're together, if we can just challenge the way we approach our faith. If we can just challenge each other in the way we approach the law, the rules. So I want to look at Matthew. Uh, this is going to be in chapter 22. And this is 36 through 40. So people are, we're going to pick up on people asking Jesus, out of all the commandments, which one is the greatest? Which one is the most important? Because there were a lot of rules that the Jewish people had to follow. And our faith, the Christian faith, is founded in the Jewish faith. And so we, we pick up on verse 36, says, teacher... Which commandment in the law is the greatest? It's a big question. And Jesus quickly answers. He says this, love the Lord your God with every passion of your heart, with all the energy of your being, and with every thought that is within you. And the second is like it in importance. You must love your friend. The translation says neighbor, love your neighbor, love your friend in the same way you love yourself. And watch what he says after this. Contained in these commandments you will find all the meaning of the law and the prophets. That is a bold summarization from Jesus. You might be able to see why a lot of the religious people at the time were frustrated with someone like Jesus, because this is a bold summarization of everything that they held dear as far as the law and the rules. Jesus says, everything, what I just said, loving God with all your heart, soul, and mind, and loving others the way you love yourself, that is the law. That is a bold statement to make. So what I want us to do, at least for today, at least for maybe this week, is what if we lived our life instead of waiting for the rules to tell us how to treat each other, waiting for the law to tell us how to act in a, how to act in a marriage, how to act in a relationship, how to act in a friendship. What if we activated our faith and said, well, I'm going to try this thing where I'm going to love someone. I'm going to try this thing where I'm going to love God with everything I have. I think that takes intention. I think it is not easy to do. If it were easy to do, we would all always be doing it. But it's complicated. Life is complicated. You know, it's not complicated. And I know I sound like a broken record uh, if you've been here for the past couple of weeks because I keep talking about the same thing. We're talking about law, but there's so much in this. 
You know what isn't complicated are rules. What's not complicated at all is the law. The law is written down. It's right here. You can't speed over 10 miles an hour or you get a ticket. But what if you forgot your daughter in the gym 10 miles down the road? If you were the cop that pulled that person over, would you understand? Maybe still broke the rules. What if there's an emergency and being late is not an emergency? <laughs> Where's Crystal? Oh, Crystal's in Heart Kids. Our friend Crystal, uh, you, might have, you might have seen her up on, uh, on platform. She's in Heart Kids today. Our friend Crystal, her worst nightmare is being late to an appointment that you have made with her. It is her nightmare. It's, her, it's so much her nightmare that she regularly shows up 15 to 20 minutes early, wherever it is, what t- whatever time the meeting is. You never find Crystal speeding. She doesn't need to speed because she's there an hour before you. I want you, I want myself, I want us to activate our faith. In fact, here I wrote this down for you. We activate our faith when we refuse to lean on the rules. I said a couple of weeks ago, and I'll I'll say today, you don't need faith if all you're doing is leaning on the rules. You don't need it. Faith becomes activated when we are outside of what the rules tell us exactly what to do. That's when our faith is activated. That's when you need to call on faith. When something comes up that has never happened before. When something comes up that there's not exactly what you should do. Maybe you have an opportunity for a new job. Well, you're not going to find anywhere in the Bible that will tell you you should or shouldn't take that job. So that is when you activate your faith. Maybe you're having trouble in one of your relationships. That's when faith can become activated because there's not always a right or wrong way to handle a situation. Maybe you have a friend that is not good for you some of the time. And you have to make a decision, am I going to keep this friend in my life or am I going to excuse them from the friendship? Am I going to move on? There's no right or wrong. There's no you should do this or you should do that. There is wisdom and then there is activating your faith. And that's what I want for you. I want you to be in a place where you, where you, where you, when you're facing something that you haven't faced before, or maybe that you faced before, but there is not a particular rule or law. There's not an exact thing. It's not an exact thing of Jesus said to do this. In fact, some of the things that Jesus says to do, there's a verse where Jesus is talking about, um, he's talking about murder, and he says, you, you know, you shouldn't commit murder. Obviously, that's one of the Ten Commandments. But he says, If you call someone an idiot and you're angry at them, it's basically the same thing. That is a a paraphrase. Can you imagine Jesus saying that it's basically the same thing? (laughs) You know what's funny is that that is in the Bible, and I have called someone an idiot and meant it. I I I call my great friends idiots all the time. I don't know why. I have called someone an idiot put some colorful things before it. 
And so even the things that are rules, even the things that are laws, when we break them, what happens? When we don't obey the rules, obey the laws, what happens? See, what I want for us when we walk away from this series is we've spent a few weeks talking about what, it li- what's, what it's like to live lawless, to live not leaning on the laws. What I want for us is to have an activated faith because most of the things that we will face in our life, most of the things that we will face in our life from here today moving forward will not have an exact scripture in the Bible of what you should or shouldn't do. And that is not anything to be worried about. What that is, that is an invitation to activate your faith. See, Jesus teaches us in these, in these the scripture we just looked at, Jesus teaches us that love is stronger than the letter of the law. Because he said, you can go back and you can read all of the law, you can read all of the prophets. And see, he's not, see, it's important to understand is he is not discounting the law. Right? He's not discounting the prophets. Jesus is not for anarchy. Jesus is for freedom. And there is a strong difference. He teaches us that love is stronger than the letter of the law because he takes all of the law and he says, if you love God with all your heart, mind, and soul, and you love your friend, you love your neighbor, you love the people around you the way you love yourself, then you are fulfilling the law. That is the law. Because of what Jesus does, you don't have to choose. You don't have to choose love or the law. Because Jesus says that love is the law. If you are practicing love, and it's definitely a practice, it's definitely intentional. Love is a choice. Every now and then, somebody will ask me to do a a wedding for them. I'll go... um, I mean, I was going to say perform, but I'm not really performing up there. <laughs> I will go do the wedding. Is there a word for that? Does anybody know? Officiate. Thank you. I am a professional. <clears throat> so when I officiate a wedding, I'll say in the wedding that love is, you know, love is a choice. It has to be a choice. There's a certain amount of time that we're in love and love is easy, and then love doesn't become work. I wasn't going to say work. Love becomes a choice. Same kind of thing when I first first gave my life to Jesus. I was on fire. I would not shut up. I wanted to tell anybody I could. And now I don't love God any less, but now it is a choice. I do this because I choose to. I don't do this because I have to. If you're married or in a relationship or you have children, you don't do that because you have to. You do that because you choose to. That's what makes love so powerful. In my opinion, that's what makes love so powerful is that it is a choice. We actively choose to love. And I think what's fascinating about this is even though Jesus says, he says this, he says, you have to love God with all your heart, mind, and soul, and then love your neighbor as yourself. That love, what love looks like, leaves up to interpretation. 
That is where your faith and my faith become active as we practice loving God, as we practice loving the people around us. Because love looks different in different situations. Love, sometimes tough love, right? (laughs) Tough love it is. Sometimes love is telling somebody a hard thing that will hurt their feelings. And to that other person, that in the, in, in the immediate does not feel like love. But sometimes that's what love is. Sometimes love is anticipating the needs of the people around you. Sometimes love is getting out of a relationship so you can make sure that you're loving and honoring yourself. See, so it would be really easy if I could tell you, here is three ways that you can love the people around you. And if you just do these three things, then everything will be perfect. But I can't. That doesn't exist. That is life. And so what we can hope to do, where we have hope, what Jesus has given us, is we can activate our faith. Activate our faith and choose love. Choose to love the people around us. And that's not always easy. Sometimes it's very difficult. But what I have found, okay, so there's this thing I was looking up this week when I was was, uh, researching this, when I was officiating this. No, that's not right. This thing I looked up is there is, I don't know if you know this word, there is a word called a fundamentalist, okay? And a fundamentalist believes that, let's say uh, when it comes to the Bible, that what the Bible says, they will take it literally at its word, okay? And and there's, there's, it's not wrong, that it's just a view, okay? And then there's a modernist, and a modernist will look at the Bible and say, okay, well, I see what it says, but what is it trying to say? Right, a modernist is a little bit more progressive with their religious thought. And I say these two things not because I need you to pick a side, because like everything else, I want you to live right in the gray, right in the middle there. What would it be like for sometimes you see something, and you, okay, we're going to take that at its word today, exactly as it says it. And if that makes you a little uncomfortable, let's just switch it from the Bible to traffic laws. I, I have loved talking about traffic laws these last couple of weeks. The letter of the law says you cannot speed. You, can, you have to stop at a stoplight. You have to stop at a stop sign. That is the letter of the law. And I can look at it and say, you know, and I, and I love doing this too. I see somebody... Um, I just did that this morning. I was, I was driving and somebody, uh, they had a stop sign and it was more of a pause to them and they just went right through and they had to like speed up even more past the stop sign. And I said out loud, sick move. (laughs) Should have stopped at that stop sign, bud, bub. I know the rules. I know the law. But what happens when it's not so easy, it's not so clear. Because I'll tell you, if I had left my kid, if I had forgotten my kid and had to turn around, the last thing on my mind would be, am I obeying all traffic laws? 
If there's an emergency, you got to call. There was an emergency. Somebody was in the hospital. I don't want that on you at all. There was some emergency. Are you willing to bend a law because of the situation? And if you are, then what I want you to do, what I want you to, ch- what I want to challenge you with is to bend a law, bend a religious law in favor of love. I'm not saying throw out how you were raised, and I'm not saying you should radically change the way you approach faith. All I'm saying is that if we are sometimes willing to consider the circumstances, to consider the person when it comes to a traffic law, then maybe, just maybe, you and I can consider the situation, consider the person, consider the circumstances when it comes to a religious law. Because, I don't, you know, depending on how you were raised, I don't know how you were raised when it comes to church. Some of us were raised thinking that God was very angry, that God needed to punish. Some of us were raised thinking that God was very loving. Some of us were raised thinking that God is a healer. So how you were raised whether it was right or wrong, maybe you don't know. But today, what I want to offer you is an invitation to make a choice for you. To make a choice on how you are going to approach your faith for the rest of today, for the rest of this week, maybe for the rest of your life. Because as we move forward into the rest of our life, which starts in a couple of minutes, starts right now, actually, And now, again, as we move forward into the rest of our life, we are going to face situation after situation after situation where there is no rule book. And what will guide us? What will guide us? It's my hope for myself, and it's my hope for you, that what will guide you and I is our faith. And our faith is one of those things that needs to be constantly worked out. Our faith, just like love, will need to be constantly practiced by you and I. That's the real challenge of life. That's how your faith gets stronger. That's how your love for God and love for others gets stronger. I also want to say, too, that loving people doesn't mean agreeing with them. Loving people doesn't have to look like agreeing, doesn't have to look like you're on the same side of every issue. That's not realistic. But I think what is realistic for you and I is to challenge our faith, to practice love, to practice love when we can. Love being a, that's why I just love the beauty of that, of love being a choice, because it is not forced upon you. It is an invitation. Your faith that you have, it is not forced upon you. It is an invitation. And love, like faith, the more they are practiced, the stronger they get. The more they are practiced, the more that you see them in every decision that you make, in every relationship that you have, in every situation that comes your way. 
So my challenge when I say choosing love, my challenge when I say that I want you to be lawless <laughs> doesn't mean stop reading the Bible. It doesn't mean stop praying. It doesn't mean stop going to church. It doesn't mean stop doing the things that are religious. But what it does mean, what the challenge is, is to take these hardline rules that you have been raised with or that you are practicing now and say, what if love took the place of that rule? Does that change anything about the situation? What if love took the place of the law that was broken? Does that change anything about how I would treat this person, how they would treat me? Maybe it will, maybe it won't, but then you'll be guided by love and not by rules. Then you will be guided by your active faith more than you will the law. Now that is my hope for you and that is my hope for myself. If you could real quick, Bow your head and close your eyes. I want to pray for us this morning. Before I pray, I want to challenge you. With your eyes closed, I want to challenge you to live out the rest of just today. To live out the rest of today. Letting love guide you. Letting love take the place of rules in your life. And if you're willing to take that challenge with me just for the day, put your hand up real quick and I'm going to pray for you. Okay, put your hands down. Let's do it. God, thank you so much. We are so grateful. Grateful to have you. Grateful to have your son whose sacrifice, whose love has showed us the way. I pray that we would be bold enough today, bold enough this week to practice love, to activate our faith, to choose love over a law, to let love be our law. We thank you for that. We pray that in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for listening to The Heart Podcast. At The Heart, we like to say you don't have to go to church here to go to church here. That means you are already part of the community just by listening to the message today. If today's message connected with you, we want to invite you to share it with someone who may benefit from it. We would love to be a part of your journey of faith. Please visit us online at www.theheart.church forward slash next to see what your next step may be. And if you live near San Marcos, Texas, we would like to invite you to visit us in person this Sunday morning at 10 a.m. Remember to be bold this week and connect with those around you. It's how your relationships grow and how your faith grows. Mm -hmm.